I'm Mordechai Sones, and this is your weekly news roundup from America's Frontline News. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention last week issued revised COVID-19 recommendations. In a policy reversal that effectively equates the unvaccinated with the vaccinated, the new guidance lifts the requirement to quarantine if exposed to the virus, de-emphasizes asymptomatic screening, and updates COVID protocols in schools, abandoning their test recommendation after potential exposure. NPR reported that the CDC, quote, brings the recommendations for unvaccinated people in line with people who are fully vaccinated, an acknowledgement of the high levels of population immunity in the U.S. due to vaccination, past COVID infections, or both. Responding to the CDC reversal, podcast host and media consultant Hannah Cox said, We won, calling the admission an important reminder to always be ungovernable when they come for your civil liberties. However, even after the CDC announcement, Twitter continues deploying tools to censor on behalf of invalidated CDC policy. For example, Twitter Monday suspended a user who posted an irreverent tweet mocking Pfizer CEO Albert Bourla. Bourla had just announced he had tested positive for COVID-19, despite claiming to have been injected four times. Many pointed out the contrast with Bourla's tweet from April 1, 2021, that claimed Pfizer's vaccine was 100% effective against the spread of COVID-19. Following Borla's recent announcement, Twitter user Matt Brown tweeted a satirical rephrasing of Borla's post, for which Brown's account was suspended within 12 hours for, quote, false or misleading information about COVID-19. And cardiologist Dr. Asim Molhotra last week tweeted, quote, from a reanalysis of Pfizer and Moderna's original trial data, it appears that one was more likely to suffer a serious adverse event from the vaccine than they ever were to be hospitalized from COVID. Dr. Malhotra's tweet is suppressed and can neither be bookmarked nor shared. Meanwhile, Medscape editor and author Dr. Brett Stretka, MD, last week died suddenly after a seizure. Stretka was 43 years old. Stretka's last post on Twitter featured a photo of his young daughter after getting a COVID shot. A GoFundMe appeal by Stretka's widow says, We don't yet know exactly what killed him, so I've been grasping to name a foundation in the strange and terrifying fog of his passing. 41-year-old singer and theater actor Darius Campbell Dinesh last week died suddenly at his home. A Rochester police representative said the cause of his sudden death is unknown at this stage, but is currently subject of an open investigation. And a 28-year-old American citizen died suddenly at a Mexican shopping center. According to eyewitnesses quoted by the Yucatan Times, the American was sitting on a table at the Taco City Cafe when he suddenly fainted and began to convulse. Mexico's forensic medical service took the body for autopsy to try to determine the cause of death. Former Washington State football coach Nick Rolovich last week filed a lawsuit against the university claiming $25 million for wrongful termination. This after being fired last year for refusing to get vaccinated against COVID-19. The defender reported that at the time of his firing, Rolovich was subject to a five-year contract with three seasons remaining and was paid $3.2 million per year the highest public salary in the state. Rolovich and four of his assistants were fired last year by Washington State University for refusing to submit to the injection. In British Columbia, unvaccinated mothers who are public servants and who are denied an exemption for receiving the COVID-19 shot could be terminated from their jobs and forced to pay back up to $50,000 in maternity benefits. The British Columbia government website says, quote, The vaccination policy stipulates that B.C. public service employees who do not receive two doses of vaccination against COVID-19 or refuse to disclose their vaccination status and do not have an approved exemption request 
are to be placed on leave without pay for a period of at least three months after which they may be terminated. According to MyPrinceGeorgeNow.com, if a mother on maternity leave is unvaccinated and is denied an exemption, they are in a position to miss their return-to-work date and be liable to have to pay back the entirety of the top-up benefit from $20,000 all the way up to $50,000 in some cases. The head of the British Royal Air Force's recruiting team has resigned after a Sky News report claimed an effective pause on recruiting white men had been ordered to meet so-called diversity targets. The group captain reportedly left his post in protest, but is still serving as a Royal Air Force officer, the Ministry of Defense confirmed. However, an RAF spokesman denied a pause in Royal Air Force recruitment, claiming there is no new policy with regards to meeting in-year recruitment requirements. A report by the Epoch Times Tuesday says farmers in Argentina are fighting back against crippling export taxes. According to the report, farmers are refusing to sell soy, corn, and wheat overseas and have begun hoarding crops to sell domestically rather than exporting them. The attempt by Argentina's farmers to avoid the debilitating export cost is leading to shortages and rising world prices in what Argentine Rural Confederation's president Jorge Chem has called the farmer's cry of despair. America's Frontline Doctors founder, Dr. Simone Gold, this week shared a note regarding her safety in prison. Dr. Gold first expressed thanks for the countless letters of support and prayers she receives, but noted that she was placed in an isolation cell under the guise of quarantine, calling it, quote, a punishing and inhumane experience. Dr. Gold reported activity in the prison that, quote, makes me fearful for my own safety. However, she was unable to elaborate. Dr. Gold ended her note saying, My spirits are high. I am more determined than ever to keep fighting for you and medical freedom. Gun manufacturer Smith & Wesson CEO and President Mark Smith this week responded with an open letter after being subpoenaed for the company's sales and marketing data. This, after a spate of mass shootings, have provided a basis for calls to abolish American Second Amendment rights to keep and bear arms. Smith wrote, We will continue informing law-abiding citizens that they have a constitutionally protected right to defend themselves and their families. We will never back down in our defense of the Second Amendment. For more top news and analysis, go to our website at americasfrontlinenews.com. You've been listening to Mordecai Sones and America's Frontline Doctors Frontline News. 